hello emerging adults and welcome to this month's episode of how to adult with sai kai at help where we explore how to be adult because frankly speaking being an adult is like drinking bubble tea and i am a vitamin straw i'm your host janine and on today's menu tips to survive your semester type a planning versus active procrastination and joining us today are two very very different guests allow us to welcome arjun and kavisha hello 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 hi it's so nice to see all of you here and to our guests as well. Okay, so our guests today will be sharing some tips and tricks that they use to not only survive, but to thrive during the semester. And after that, we'll also have a good old debate to let you, our emerging adults, decide for yourself who has the better strategy, our procrastinator or our planner. So without further ado, let's get to it. And first up, let's talk to our famous active procrastinator. Hi, Arjun. Hi, Shanine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> That's wonderful to hear. So Arjun is a Saikai member who was previously studying in Health University, but he's since transferred to Queen's University Belfast. And he's known to start on assignments the very night before it's due and somehow, rather magically, I might add, score way above average That's for work that's done in less than 24 hours. So because of that, I need to ask you, Arjun, what is your go-to saying for deadlines? My go-to saying is, if it's not due tomorrow, then why do it today? <laughs> if it's not due tomorrow, why do it today? Okay, spoken like a true procrastinator. So our first question for you is, what kind of procrastinator are you? Can you describe how you procrastinate? Yeah, um, I would classify myself as a deliberate procrastinator. That is to say, when I'm given a project, I already decided in my mind that I'm going to procrastinate on it till very close to the deadline. So when starting work on something weeks in advance, I just can't find the motivation or the creativity to complete the assignment. So pieces of work that I've submitted in advance of deadlines tend to not be as good as the ones I procrastinate on. So I think there's a certain adrenaline rush that I experience that really motivates me and lets the creative juices flow in a way. So I've learned to cultivate this in my own work and assignments. Mm, okay, I hear you loud and clear on that. So if I were to reiterate your point is that you prefer to procrastinate because of the creative juices that you find, the adrenaline rush, is that it? So would I say that's your go-to strategy for handling all of your deadlines since you clearly do not start early? Yeah, well... I guess my strategy is a little counterintuitive to the typical procrastinator stereotype, and that is to plan to procrastinate. So even though I don't start doing physical work on projects early, I'm always constantly thinking about how I'm going to do it and what it's going to look like in the end. That's a very, very interesting way to manage your deadlines. Is that why you still manage to get exceptional grades? Yeah, th that. <laughs> the strategy part could possibly be the reason why, yes. <laughs> okay, all right. So by the way, for our curious listeners, Arjun, could you tell us what your current CGPA is? 
Uh, yeah, so in the first semester, I think I got a 3.6, but now it's a 3.8. So my strategy is working. <laughs> nice, nice. Now, as a procrastinator myself, I'm seriously considering if I should stick with this working style. <laughs> but anyway, let's head on to the next question. So if you were to meet another procrastinator who wants to achieve good grades, like me, <laughs> what would your advice be? And what are some of the common pitfalls that they would face and how can they avoid that? So firstly, uh, my first tip is don't, don't procrastinate. <laughs> that will always get you through. But if you really think that it's something that you can't avoid, you have to plan around it. Plan out your work for the last day. What information do you need? What are you gonna have for dinner on the day? Because you won't have time to think about all of this when you're busy doing your assignment on the last day. Keep your ear out and listen to others who are actually doing the work and see what they're having trouble with so you don't have the same trouble when you're doing your assignment. So we're on at our last question for you now, which is related to well-being and stress management during the semester. So you have mentioned previously that procrastination gives you the surge of adrenaline rush and creative juices just flow out like, like gold and you get in order to get your work done, even if it's at the very, very last minute. But um, what if you weren't a good place mentally when you needed to start on your assignment? How would you deal with having a deadline coming so soon and still manage to take care of your well-being? Because I, I can understand it can be very, very stressful and very, very hectic when that happens. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, definitely if... If those two things coincide, like you're having a bad mental health day and you also have an assignment, that is the ultimate pitfall for a procrastinator. So what I would suggest is, you know, keep your head clear for the day. And also, there are times when I feel that the work itself, uh, doing it on the last day and having that on your mind sort of keeps everything else out of your mind. So in a way, it kind of distracts you from other problems so you can just focus on this one thing i see oh all right those are very very good tips that i will use when i start on my semester as well so thank you very much for that and we'll get back to you in a little bit for our debate but for now we're gonna speak to our type a guest gavisha gavisha how are you doing oh i'm great shanine thank you for having me it's such an honor to be here mm, great so Kavisha is actually our very own Saikai social media officer. And let me just say, she is a beast in the realm of planning. She somehow juggles between three separate roles in different societies, an internship in a training provider company, and we even go to the gym regularly. Kavisha! <laughs> How do you do this? What's your go-to saying for deadlines? Well, my go-to saying is simply just plan, plan, plan. For me, everything needs to be prepared, prepared ahead of time. And this is because like, I'm generally just a very task-focused person. So I tend to attend to all the tasks that I have even before I do or think about anything else. This sometimes means having to schedule my mental breakdowns. <laughs> it has come to a point of that as well because sometimes I don't even have the time to be worrying about other things. But um, I do try my best to also keep time for myself. Wow. 
I don't know about our emerging adults, but that saying is the epitome of being a type A person. <laughs> so, Gavisha, our first question for you is, what kind of planner are you? And can you describe how do you plan out your semester? All right. So for me, I think I'll answer this question based on the items that I use to plan. So I have three very important things that I always keep with me to keep my planning skills uh, like on top. So the first thing I do is I break my task into smaller chunks and work on it over time. And to do that, I have a planner. I don't know if you can see it. This is my very handy-dandy planner that I bring everywhere I go. So basically, every Sunday night, I take about 10 to 15 minutes to plan all my days out of the week, including every single task that I have to do for each day. And of course, this is subject to change based on how hectic my week can get. And the third item I have is actually a reminders app on my phone. You know, the iPhone has that very handy reminders app. So I actually handle two social media accounts for two different clubs. And there's a lot of posts that needs to be going up. So usually sometimes on the same day at the same time. And I'm afraid like sometimes even though I write it down on my planner or write it down on my whiteboard, I will forget or I'll miss it out. I'm just very scared of like forgetting things. So I make sure I put those all my um, posts that needs to go up on certain days and certain times on my reminders app. So that's what I do in terms of uh, that. But when it comes to assignments, I actually do start very early. So usually when I get the assignment itself, I start either on that day itself or maybe a few days after that. So basically, I usually finish my assignments about like a week before deadline is even a week or sometimes even two weeks before the deadline is actually even like close. So yeah, working on my tasks over time in small chunks is basically my best strategy lah. I see. So a lot of planners, a huge whiteboard to see the whole big picture, to-do list, reminders, schedules to follow. Well, there's actually a lot of strategies for you to, you know, carry out. So if you just had to pick one out of all of them to keep, which would it be and why? I think I would say the planner is the most important to me because planning my days ahead of time has saved me a lot of hassle and a lot of time wasted. It helps me feel, it, it keeps me on track first of all and it also kind of makes me feel like I have my life together <laughs> because dedicating 10 to 15 minutes every week to plan my, my week ahead of time and you know writing it all down kind of gives me like a sense of control in life and you know right now during the pandemic life kind of feels like it's out of your control and I find it very useful in a time like this where I feel like writing it down ticking off everything gives me a sense of satisfaction and also a sense of control in life wow okay maybe I should actually try that out for my semester as well instead of procrastinating everything and just cramming it at the end of the week because it would be nice to finish my assignments one week earlier before the due date. I'm sorry, Arjun, I know the creative juices flow at the very end, but it's very, very stressful as well. <laughs> yeah, and for Kavisha, that's actually very, very impressive because all of set planning ongoing, all your schedules and your whiteboards, your grades are also way above average, am I right? Well, I guess it depends on what you consider average, but currently my CGP is sitting at 3.6. That is way above average. After all, for you, slow and steady wins the race, right? Yep. <laughs> okay. So now let's talk about pitfalls for planners. So let's say if you were to meet another planner who wants to achieve good grades, what would your advice for them be? 
as for the pitfalls of being a planner, there's definitely disadvantages of being too much of a planner. Personally, in my experience, being my planning and time management skills I know are very good, but it has led me to feel like I can take up more responsibilities than I should. And I've definitely found myself in situations where I just had way too much on my plate. And this has actually led to a period of time where I felt overworked and I could not cope with all the things that I had to do. It has led me to also experience emotional exhaustion and actually quite recently burnout as well. And I've definitely learned my lesson about overplanning. Yes, that's a thing. Overplanning is a thing. And I've made, I made sure to take steps to like hope that would not happen again. So those are definitely pitfalls because sometimes when you plan too much, it can get really overwhelming. You know, sometimes you just want a free day, you know, you just want to have a day to yourself without all those things on your to-do list. But unfortunately, as a planner, sometimes that can be really difficult. <laughs> and advice, I would actually just tell all planners to like, chill <laughs> like y'all I get it we love to have things planned out and in control but like I said we do need a break from planning sometimes it can be very overwhelming to wake up every single day and see a task like so many tasks to co- accomplish like every single day like every single day you wake up and there's like 100 things to do and being a planner is great and all but sometimes it's important to take a step back and relax when you need to like listen to your body if you're feeling like you're exhausted and you have no energy, that's when you know like, okay, you need to take a step back, make some time for yourself and know exactly when you need to take a break as well. It's actually my first time hearing about over planning. I actually really did not know that it was a thing, which actually brings me to um, our next question. I, I believe that you have already replied this question a little bit, but if you have extra answers or extra tips, then do let us know as well. Because this question is also related to well-being and stress management during the semester. So as you've mentioned earlier, you have a tendency to take on a lot of responsibilities and a lot of roles because it seems that like you can fit everything in your schedule. And over planning is also another thing, it seems as well. But what happens if you really need an off day? I mean, or even if you had an off day or if you had an off week in general and with so many plans that you have scheduled out, so how do you deal with that, especially if you have no energy to deal with them? Well, this question I feel like came at the perfect timing because I was actually facing this exact experience about a week ago. And so when I do face these kind of situations, I'm very aware that I'm at an all-time low because to me as a planner, I don't really feel like that very often. I don't really get to that low of a burnout or emotional exhaustion very often. And so this is when I realized like I need to take a time out. So I tried to take a conscious day by either like forcing myself to sleep, even though like no part of my body wants to sleep at all. Or I tried to do anything that gives me mental clarity. Like uh, I do a lot of journaling and I also meditate uh, frequently. When you start to feel drained and you feel like you have no energy left in you, it's really important to take the time and listen to your body. Like, how are you feeling? You can tell when you are almost at the edge of burnout, like you would either lose your appetite, you would lose sleep, um, you lose interest in things that you usually would find interesting. So when I do have these feelings during weeks that are very busy, like recently, one of the things that I've learned, even though this is really hard to do for someone like me, 
I reach out for help <laughs> because I, I realize that a lot of the people that I work with, I'm grateful. Like a lot of people that I work with are very understanding when it comes to situations like this. And sometimes, even though as much as you force yourself to try to get out of these slums, it can be really difficult and you genuinely cannot do it. And so reaching out to help, asking people like, hey, like I really can't do this task right now. I'm not in the best place right now. I promise I will make up for it when I'm feeling better. But right now I need help. And getting that help is really, it's it's really important because sometimes forcing yourself, even you force yourself to do things, you don't produce work that is good quality, at least for me. Lah. Like when I force myself to do things when I'm very, very like on the edge of burnout or when I'm burning out, it just doesn't come out well. So sometimes in preparation for these kinds of hectic weeks, I will make sure because I have everything planned out, I know what my weeks will look like already. I'll be like, okay, so this week is going to look a bit crazy. So I will actually schedule free time. <laughs> and this makes me feel like I can be my most productive and best self, even though I know it's going to be a quite tiring and draining week. Right. Thank you for your tips, Kabisha. I especially like when you talked about getting support when you need it. And I feel like that's also very, very important, not just for planners or procrastinators, but for everybody in general. Like It's very, very important to seek for support and for uh, help when you need it from anybody that you trust as well. So yes, thank you for Kavisha of all your tips. And with that, I believe our emerging adults have heard from both our procrastinator and our planner. And it is now time for the most anticipated section of today's episode, the debate. So we all know that our common goal is to not only survive, but to succeed in this semester. So both of you have presented some really, really good points, but let's push it a little bit more so our audience can decide which work style do they prefer. Okay, so as how debates always start off, there will be a round of smack talk. And I will allow 30 seconds for this round of smack talk. And you may now begin smacking. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm not very good at uh, being uh, a very passive person in general. But you know, I just hope you maybe plan to fail. Ouch! Well, I hope you miss your deadlines for doing it last minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the smack talk is done, and we are heading on to our debate. So our ground rules are very simple. I will read out a statement that is either supportive of procrastinators or planners. And you each have one minute to defend on your side. So please do refrain from personal insults unless it is funny. <laughs> All right. So Arjun, are you ready? No. Fair enough. The creative juices will come at the very end. <laughs> Gavi, are you ready? I want to say no, but I've already planned this ahead of time. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Spoken like true procrastinators and planners. So our first prompt is procrastinators are more adaptable. So let's go with Arjun first. Arjun, what is your take on this prompt? Yes, I do think planners are, are sorry, procrastinators are more adaptable because they don't start work until very late in the game. So there are less things to change and adapt to. So if there are last minute changes to an assignment or a project, there's nothing to adapt because it's just, it's like we just got the assignment and we're just starting it. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Arjun. And next, Kavisha, 
What is your take on the prompt? Procrastinators are more adaptable. Well, I don't agree that procrastinators can be more adaptable than a planner because as a planner, I can tell you that no schedule will be 100% accurate. Things are bound to change and learning adaptability is one of the planners, one of the things that all planners have to do. We switch up our schedules whenever necessary and we have to make quick changes during the day, during the week. As all planners know this, we have the innate skill to adapt to changes and make those changes accordingly in our schedules as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is from our planner and from our procrastinator. Now, I am wondering who would be the one to win this round. And in three, two, and one, polls are closed. And the results, it seems that Arjun has won this round, as obviously all procrastinators do. (laughs) All right, so let's move on to our next one, okay? Which is the prompt. Planners are more reliable. So let's go to Gavi first for this round. Okay, Gavi, what's your take on this prompt? I would say definitely planners have everything planned ahead of time. We know our deadlines. We know exactly what to do, when to do it, and where to submit it. And planners are basically those angel friends of ours who remind us in our group chats, hey, we have an attendance quiz that's due today. Because they probably have it in their planners. They are very reliable people when it comes to reminders like this. Okay, okay. I hear you on this. All right. So let's move on to Arjun. Arjun, what is your take on this prompt? So... In terms of work, procrastinators are just not reliable. You know, you ask them for an update and they'll be scrambling to get it done and delivering it to you. However, think of this situation. You want to chill at a mama or a restaurant and you ask your two friends to join you. Your planner friend says, they already have things scheduled. My mental breakdown is right now. I can't make it. But then you ask your procrastinator friend and they're busy doing nothing. So they join you in five minutes. So in those terms, procrastinators are more reliable. Okay, so procrastinators are more reliable friends, but planners are more reliable students, I would say. (laughs) All right, so emerging adults, you have 10 seconds to vote for your favorite answer. And with that, the poll is done. With Kavisha winning this round. Nice. So let's move on to the next one. All right. So our prompt is procrastinators are better problem solvers and creative thinkers. Okay. So since we've went for Arjun the previous round when the statement was supportive of procrastinators, let's hear from Kavisha first. What do you think of this prompt? Well, I personally think planners can definitely do this as well because problem solving and creative thinking is important when it comes to planning out your tasks and scheduling. Sometimes we face problems when it comes to, you know, our schedules being messed up out of nowhere and knowing how to manage these problems is definitely a form of problem solving. And planners are also creative thinkers. Have you seen people with their aesthetic planners arranged according to different subjects, class, assignments, all color-coded with all the kinds of sticky notes? That is creative thinking, you know? So I would say I do not agree with this. Okay, okay, I hear you this. All right, so next is Arjun. Arjun, 
Procrastinators are better problem solvers and creative thinkers. What do you think about that prompt? I think being a procrastinator, you're always looking for more efficient and easier ways to get things done. And um, I think this makes us better problem solvers as half the time we are creating our own problems to solve, <laughs> piling up work till the last minute. So in that case, I think uh, having a short deadline really makes us think more creatively to get tasks done and we're uh, better off for it. <laughs> Okay, okay, I hear you on this. All right, so with that, we shall release the poll. And emerging adults, you have 10 seconds to decide who is the winner for this prompt. Okay, and and all right. And our results, it seems that just by a bare minimum, Gavisha has won this round. Wow competition is high and stake in here all right nice i like it okay and this is our final round okay and our prompt is the benefits of planning will always outweigh the benefits of procrastinating so now we're gonna go with arjun first this time arjun what is your take on this prompt so the biggest benefit of procrastinating is that you have more leisure time. You compile all the stress of the work you have to do into one day and just deal with it then rather than spreading it out over a prolonged period of time. This gives you more time to enjoy your life, do things you actually love. And, you know, I think that will enrich your life. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, I hear you on this. All right, what about Gavisha? Gavisha, what is your take on this prompt? I agree with this from 100%. I feel like doing at, doing work at the very last minute can be just extremely daunting. It gives you unnecessary stress trying to squeeze out those extra words minutes before your assignment is due. And in these situations, I feel like it may even be hard for certain people to have their creative juices flow because of being in such a high stress state. It also sounds really overwhelming to write a few pages of essay or reports in just a few nights. So planning all the way, man. All right, and you have heard from our two speakers and emerging adults, your question, your poll will now be released and you have 10 seconds to answer it. And with that, our poll has ended with Gavisha winning a milestone on the last prompt all right and with that our final score our final winner is Kavisha. thank you <laughs> <laughs> okay so it seems that people here people planning over procrastinating okay okay so let's just all take a little breather for a while that was a good round of debates Okay, so now in the spirit of continuing our how to adult tradition, we're going to ask our guests to send their younger selves a one minute message. All right, so yes, you can, as a procrastinator or a planner, all right, you can just tell your younger 18 year old self what is it that you would like to share with them or maybe advise them. So let's start with Arjun first. What do you have to say for 18 year old Arjun? I think my advice would be, firstly, don't beat yourself up for procrastinating and don't let others define how you work. You know, everyone has their own working style and you get to decide how you get things done and you're responsible for that. So as long as it's working for you, 
don't feel bad about it. Be confident in your abilities to get things done in a short amount of time and work around that. Secondly, while you procrastinate, don't feel your time being lazy because there is a difference, I think, between procrastination and laziness. Use that time to make, do things that make you happy. You know, go out with your friends, travel, explore, or even just read a book. I think by doing these things, you can actually cultivate positive mental health that makes your life better. Wow, now, I really, really like that message. Thank you, Arjun. So now we'll move on to Kavisha. Kavisha, what would you like to tell to your 18-year-old self? Actually, funnily enough, my, my advice to my 18-year-old self is kind of similar to what Arjun said. I used to beat myself up a lot when I was 18, very young and stupid and a bit naive. So I would definitely say be proud of yourself. I know like you've worked really hard to be where you want to be and I want you to continue to work harder, but also don't be too hard on yourself. Being a planner is great and all, but it's also important to have time for yourself, make time for whatever that you love doing and make time for the people that you love as well. Wow. Both of your answers and your advices are very, very wholesome. And I feel the warmth in my heart already. <laughs> okay, so thank you, Kavisha, and thank you, Arjun, as well. So right now, we'll be having a Q&A session. So this emerging adult mentioned that my struggle often is with adhering to my to-do list, like to actually get things done within a particular time or day. Could you share how are you able to stick to that plan that you've outlined? So for me, a lot of the times, the plans that I have is related to teams that I work in. So if I don't get things done, it will be a hassle to other people as well. And this can be very difficult because the last thing I want is to cause trouble in other people's lives. Like if you are doing something last minute, it's going to mess up, at, let's just say, an event. It's going to mess up a certain timeline that you and your team have planned out. So that is one thing that keeps me motivated to stick with the task that I have. This is more related to when you're working in a group setting. But when you're doing things on your own, for example, like assignments or classes or lectures that you have set out on your to-do list, I think motivation plays a big part. Like you need to know why you're doing it. So for me, of course, there are days where you don't feel like doing a lecture or you don't feel like doing an attendance quiz and you don't feel like sticking to it. But I remind myself, like, why am I here in the first place? Like, I'm here to, you know, study and I want to achieve good grades. And I'm also passionate about what I'm studying about. So I remind myself of the bigger goal that I have. So I guess, like, having a certain goal that you're achieving and reminding yourself of that goal can be a form of motivation for you to get your smaller tasks during the day done because you know you're getting steps closer to the goal that you want to achieve. I see. All right. So yes, for that emerging adult, I hope that answers your question. Now we're going to move on to Arjun. And Arjun, the question that they have for you is that, have you ever messed up once because of procrastination? And if you did, how did you actually cope with that feeling? There's this one uh, memory that I have of going into a lecture with the assignment due on that day and finishing up the assignment. And the entire time I was thinking, well, you know, if I don't, if I don't score high, you know, if I just score average, it's still quite an achievement because I've done everything on the last day. <laughs> so that kind of, you know, balances my expectations a bit. And then in the end, I scored like one of the highest in the class. So when I got my results, I was just so shocked and surprised that that feeling was even better than if I did it 
earlier on and then got the marks. It's the same with all fearless in life. You just got to take it head on, learn from your mistakes and plan for the next time around. I see. That's interesting though, because you say plan for the next time around, but you procrastinate. So plan your procrastination again, I'm assuming? Yep. Okay, nice. All right. And I have another question, which is for both speakers, which is how do you deal with a group member that's opposite of you? So for example, if you're a planner and you have to work with a procrastinator, it can be very, very stressful when things are not like, you know, that early and you get very, very stressed out. Or maybe for a procrastinator themselves, like, you know, with everything like all planned out beforehand and you get stressful in the end because like, oh no, am I missing something? Am I, should I be doing something? Like what is going on? So how exactly do you deal with these kind of group members? Maybe you can start off with Arjun first. So when you're the procrastinator in the group, you have to realize that all the planners are stressing out constantly. So you have to accommodate that. <laughs> you need to realize that they... Not to say that they care about it more than you do, but they have a lot more commitment over the whole course of action. So what I would suggest is give the illusion that you're a planner <laughs> when you're a procrastinator and always meet your deadlines to your planners. Mm. Okay, okay. I hear you on this. Okay, let's move on to Gabi. Gabi, how would you deal with this kind of situation? So actually, I would like to bring up a point that Arjun brought, uh, brought up earlier. You know, he said that there's a difference between laziness and procrastination. But I have met people who are lazy and are also procrastinators. And I think those are the type of people that I can't, like, I find it really difficult to work with. Because I do have friends that procrastinate, but it doesn't mean they're lazy. They actually get things done. It's just on their own working style with their own, their own working style with their preference as well. And they don't really... Like it doesn't interfere with the process of the assignment or whatever group project that we do. But when you're also lazy and you don't get things done and you procrastinate, that's when it's mm-hmm. a, a bit of a problem for me. And that's when I find it, like, I find those kind of people the most difficult to work with. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. See. Yeah, responsibility is a virtue that is yeah. present irregardless of if you're being a procrastinator or a planner. Yep. Mm, yeah. That's actually a very, very important thing, responsibility. I really like that both of you actually brought that up. And it seems to me, from hearing both of your answers, it seems like responsibility is the common ground between both planners and procrastinators. And once that common ground is there, it's a lot easier to work with either working style. Am I right? Yep. Yeah, a lot easier to trust as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. A lot easier to trust. All right. Okay. So, yes, very, very important too. Okay, so thank you to both Gabi and Arjun. Well, um, those are all of the questions that we have. And I believe that marks the end of our episode today. So on behalf of the emerging adults and the Saikai team as well, thank you for being on our show today. And to our audience, whether you are a procrastinator or a planner, I hope you've gotten some insights on how to battle the upcoming semester. Once again, I'm your host, Shanine. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see all of you next time. Goodbye.